Hello and welcome to the Mobile Home Park Expert Podcast. I'm Jason Sorotin, joined as always by Glenn Esterson. Glenn, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, my man. It is nice to hear from you. We have been uh, so busy. We haven't done enough of these, so I'm glad that you hit me up today because there, you know, just when I thought that the mobile home park industry was going to be down and out with the coronavirus, you somebody on your team, a guy we're about to meet, broke a state record for a mobile home park sale. That's crazy. He did. He did. And we're closing deals, you know, often and frequently. And at the same time, you know, it's uh, if anything, the coronavirus has shown the MH industry exactly how how strong it is and how much of a gut punch the economy can take and us in the industry not really having too much effect from it. Rent collections across the board are on par with, with where they were pre-COVID and you know deals are still going under contract, deals are still getting listed, deals are still going uh, getting sold. And in this case, it was a heck of a sale that, that uh, my teammate Brandon did. And let's, let's introduce him. Real yeah. Quick. So, uh, joining us is Brandon Pearson. Brandon, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Hey, thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Quite a feat. We can't go into all of the details, of course. Um, but can you take us through, you know, how long were you working on the sale? When did it originate? How did it close? How did it go down? And then on the, on the other side, I, I'm curious just how you felt when it all went down. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so uh, we put that deal together back in uh, January and, you know, COVID happened and uh, rent collections were still strong. And, you know, there's, there's obviously, uh, you know, a bunch of hurdles to get over uh, with something like this. I mean, it's, you know, obviously it's unprecedented, um, but, you know, we, we were able to just keep the buyer in it and uh, push forward to the finish line. I mean, you know, the, the rent collections, I think was probably the, the biggest issue, but, you know, we're, we're still able to, to command highly aggressive pricing, uh, you know, a little four cap deal. Um, so the, the class A assets are, are certainly still, you know, bringing great demand. Um, and that's, I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing. Absolutely. Hey, hey Brandon, on, on this transaction that, that you, you, this, this started from a normal pursuit that we, that we do with, the, with a lot of guys. We're on the phone with a, a buyer. He's like, hey, find me something like this. And it was a mom and poppy called and you were able to put this together quietly and off market with a mom and pop, get a mom and pop paid top dollar. And I know they're happy about that and get your client a hell of a deal. Uh, even though it's on, on surface level, you might have some sticker shots when you hear low forecasts. So um, talk about that a little bit, how you were able to kind of convince the seller that the buyer was a real buyer and that the, uh, and convince the buyer that the pricing wasn't something to be scared of. Where was the value add on something like that, that, that made this deal attractive and a forecast, not scared. Uh, yeah, realistically, I mean, it was, it was simply just a function of the amount of upside uh, through utility billbacks, uh, low rent, that sort of thing. Uh, so, you know, there was, it, it was, it was a whole lot of lots. So, you know, each one of those lots that gets the utility bill back makes a big difference. And, uh, you know, they were able to go in there and, uh, you know, just kind of see the vision of the, of the park itself and, 
you know, able to make sense of it. So, uh, you know, it, it, it might sound gaudy, uh, you know, a low forecast deal, but, uh, you know, in all reality, you know, they're, they're going to operate it at a, at a pretty attractive rate, uh, in my opinion. And, you know, that, that should be sooner rather than later. Exactly. I mean, when people look at these deals and, and they forget to account for the value add in, in, uh, in, in current rent versus market rent, and when they forget to add in the value add for vacant lots and, and all those little things, and then especially the, 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 the buildbacks that are not maybe currently happening, uh, you know, at the, at the point that the, the, the park is uncovered, but eventually could with the right, uh, with the right people in there putting the, this heavy infrastructure in. That makes this deal worth millions more than this. And this was already a mid 10 figure deal. So, I mean, it, there's still value to be found in, in deals of that size. And then there's still that same concept of a deal on deals that are in that, you know, under 5 million range for, for most of the audience that's listening. Um, you know, we can still apply these same exact tactics down to some of these smaller deals that, uh, that you guys are looking at. Just a matter of way of looking at things, not being scared of, of, of the going in cap rate. Everybody seems so terrified of a going in cap rate that's below a six. Uh, guys, it's not scary anymore if you understand there's upside and you understand the debt. Um, so, so, Brandon, what was, um, you know, with this deal from, from tip to tail, it sounds like you had it, you know, uh, first contact to close in about 120 days. So how long did it, how many calls did you have to make to put that thing under contract? Uh, three, three. And, uh, you know, for the sellers out there that might be listening and you have, you know, a high quality asset, please. Now's the time to take, to take a look at, at some evaluations. Uh, you know, we're, we're getting top dollar across the board. We are, we do not feel impacted. We have six closings scheduled for June already. And, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of life being come, you know, coming back to the game. So if you're on the sidelines and are just curious what the values are, reach out to Brandon. You know, if you're, if you're out, you know, in the Colorado region or in the Northwest region or, you know, somewhere on, on the Western side of the Rockies, he's your man. He definitely will be able to help you with some valuations. We got a whole team behind him that's going to help him with the evaluations as well. Um, so it, 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 Jason, I, what else could what else would be interesting to talk about on this show? I know I know we don't have a whole lot of time, but we want I mean, to talk about this deal and maybe a few other things. Yeah, I I, I mean I want to I want to know the emotional side, Brandon. When you closed that deal, that must have been really exciting. Um, yeah, no, I mean it was it was you know I, I think it's going to work out well for the buyer, and that's that's my main concern. So uh, as long as it performs well for them, I'm I'm a happy camper, and and you know obviously it's a it was. Yeah, you know, sizable deal. So, you know, very excited about that. But no, it, it's my client's interest that, that certainly come first. So as long as they're happy about it, then, you know, I can, I can pretty much celebrate it. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, um, I think it's really cool. Um, have you guys seen, I know Glenn, you've talked about, you know, deals are alive, deals are closing. Has anything really changed in the business? Have you seen a yes. shift? Yes. Yes. There's definitely been a shift. And the, the shift that at least I'm experiencing um, with with all of this from a transaction level is that that banking became even harder than it already was because CMBS dried up and we're not doing any CMBS loans. So deals are now having to be priced if they can be you know financed by a Fannie loan 
um, or if it's going to have to be a community bank or a cash deal. And community banks, you know, have, have a major backlog. They're still going to have a hard time, you know, doing a deal in less than 100 days right now. Um, so, you know, from a seller standpoint, you know, the, the financing has been a real trick with this. If it's a quality deal, Fannie right now, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, they'll be all over this stuff. Um, they, they really like mobile home parks right now. And one of, one, one of our really good clients who, who I just admire you know, highly, he was able to just get a, uh, get a new purchase loan closed on a deal that was maybe two, three weeks ago in Massachusetts. Uh, he was able to get a Fannie loan, a non-recourse loan, on a deal that um, was uh, his first purchase in that state. He, he, is, he is a large owner and owns a lot of parks. Uh, but they gave him 10 years interest only on a 30-year loan. Uh, non-recourse. How the hell did he get a no? Point, re- I don't even understand. Two point four five percent, two at less than two and a half percent interest. Non-recourse, ten years I.O. Could I get Granted, that? He had to put down. I, I don't know if anybody can get that. He's you know he's he's kind of climbing up the ladder really quick and he's got some great connections in the banking world. But these things do exist, and the stories for the guys that are qualified are able to do that. And so you have to put down more reserves. I think he had to put like two and a half years of reserves down, which is no small chunk of change. Yeah. Um, but he gets he gets you know half of that back in one year, and with a low interest rate and interest only like that, um, you know it, it makes it very attractive. I don't think on the deal that Brandon just closed, we were privy to the um, to the financing side of it. But uh, Brandon, I, I am curious: what, was there agency debt on this, or how, how did that look on this deal? Um, I can say that it was agency debt, and it, it was a phenomenal loan. Uh, outside of that, I, I can't really disclose okay. much else, but it, so, it, 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 it was a solid loan. Yeah, So and, that, and that's what we're seeing across the board. For guys that are qualified, if you got 10 or more you know, properties and you got $100 million maybe worth of assets, you're probably going to get some insane type of financing right now if the park itself qualifies for, for, for Fannie type of debt. Um, you know, paid roads and all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, the lending world is open, but it's a small window of people that are able to do that. And so the effects from COVID have had, you know, we lost financing. That caused a lot of sellers to pull out because most sellers with good parks are not going to sell in a down market. They want to only sell at the top of a market, right? And they're only willing to get paid top price. So by by, by them pulling out of the market, um, we've seen, you know, all these buyers coming to the market thinking there's, you know, blood in the water. It's actually, even though our cap rates haven't reset, you know, receded at all, debt has gotten cheaper and our prices didn't go up as they typically do. Because we typically chase a cap rate, you know, a point and a half to two points above what the, you know, what the achievable debt is from a bank for that deal. We, we aren't doing that necessarily right now. We're, we're, you know, it's kind of maintaining more of a two to a two and a half point spread, um, whereas before COVID, that that wouldn't have been the case. So it's really retaining a seller's market right now. And the buyers that are there that aren't looking for blood in the water are some of the best buyers out there. I'm under contract with numerous institutions right now, and they make my life so much easier to get a deal done with. There's not nearly as much emotion. Uh, but for the guys that are you know buying their, their first or second or third park 
it's going to be emotional and it's going to be harder to understand how to get to these numbers that are being achieved, especially when all your gut feelings and logic say the economy's in shambles right now, um, or will be, or might be, or it can be with enough time if we don't get back to work and all these things. But it's not having effect on the lowest on the lowest rung of the ladder for, for housing. And that's that that's exactly why the safety net for MH is so is so enticing to institutional style investors at this point, because they've seen the, that they're even during the recession, MH rents were still growing year over year. And now we're going back into what might be the same kind of recession, maybe smaller, maybe bigger. We don't know, but we're pretty confident that uh, that collections as a whole are going to remain pretty solid for MH above any of the other uh, real estate verticals that we're, that we're following. So what else is going on with you guys? What kind of deals do you have going on? Anything that might interest me? Sure. Yeah. You know, we got, you know, we're a shoe for every foot, right? I mean, we got, we got a lot of great guys on the team and we source deals. I mean, geez, we're closing a deal that's $335,000 or $45,000 here in three or four days, five days wow. in North Carolina. And, 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 and as you heard, we, we just closed the deal up in the mid 10 figures, you know, up in the Northwest. And, you know, we do everything in between, right? You know, right now we have about a hundred million dollars uh, plus or minus of parks, you know, listed and or under contract. I think about two thirds of them are under contract right now. Um, and these aren't just contracts that have only been getting extended. These are newer contracts. I just put a $24 million portfolio up in the Midwest under contract. And it's, you know, it's looking like that thing's going to get moving. And that was also a nice, quiet, off-market deal. Um, and so things are moving on all levels, but the buyers in that below million-dollar range are having the hardest time getting to the finish line. Um, but we have deals for everybody. Brandon, well, you got a couple of nice deals. Why don't you tell them about a couple of your deals? Yeah, we've got, uh, we got a deal down in Colorado Springs right now listed. Um, 3.7 million, 55 watts. Uh, phenomenal mobile home park market down there. Um, we've got that. We've got uh, what's the upside on that one? What, what, uh, I mean, realistically, it's, it's it's a little bit low in rent, uh, so there's there's a little bit of room on that. Uh, and then there's opportunity to do uh, a utility bill back as well. So you know you and can buy it. Back. You can reduce. What was it? You know, it, it was seventy thousand dollars of utilities expense in that deal. Um, yeah, around there, sixty-five. Around 000. there. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that'd be a solid deal for anybody that's comfortable with Colorado Springs. And, and Colorado Springs is one of the hottest markets in Colorado. And this is a nice little park. It's a mom-and-pop park, and it's got value add. And this is the kind of stuff that, you know, it really flies off the shelves when people start kind of hearing about it. And you got another nice deal, too. Tell us about that one. Um, yeah, we've got a deal right here in Inglewood, uh, 20 lots, um, $1.7 uh, It is a little bit price heavy uh but the the location i mean it couldn't be any better uh it's right there on yeah it's one it's not one of the main thoroughfares uh through inglewood to denver so yeah um i mean there's plenty of public transportation right there as well it's got excellent ingress and egress this is not a mobile home park that stays a mobile home park is it's a future land development of some sort it's a good corner it's great access and it's seven miles from downtown colorado i mean downtown denver I have I have businesses in Colorado, so that sounds sexy. <laughs> I wish it wasn't you know, so much. One point seven for twenty units. Are the units old, or are they newer? It's all lot rent. 
and it is and it is an older type of park as most things are in the Colorado in, in the Denver markets. Um, you know, but this is the kind of park that you upsell your tenant base by by giving them financing options for newer homes, and you slowly upgrade this deal. If you're going to retain it for you know 10 years and waiting or 20 years waiting for the land to become so valuable, that this is the kind of thing that you can do to play around with it. Um, you have below market lot rents there. Uh, you have a very clean, clean park. The homes aren't terribly old, but they're, you know, 80s and 90s or 70s and 80s, something like that. Um, but they're in decent shape. And, and Brandon, they're all tenant owned, right? There's no there's no park owned homes there. All tenant owned homes. Yep. All tenant owned homes, you know. So there's, you know, there's some there's some real inherent value in that from the, the time headache value model that, that I talk so much about. Um, but the sticker shock, you know, scares people, especially for the guys that are unsophisticated in this business and have been taught, I only buy 10 caps. You know, it's unfortunate for those guys. They might be finding them, but they're not finding them through brokers <laughs> because the brokers are out of things that, you know, like we're stretching to find eight caps right now. You know, I mean, we, I have an eight and a half cap out in, in North Carolina in, in, in uh, the Fayetteville market. And it's, uh, you know, $750,000 deal or so. Um, and, 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 and in my world, there's so much value in that deal. And now people are still thinking that because it's below a million dollars and it's, you know, COVID that there should be more meat on the bone. So it, it's, it, there's a very fine line between the guys that are actually going to win through this whole experience and come out ahead on the top of the next cycle. And these guys that are going to argue about 10 caps, that aren't just going to get deals anytime soon, or they're going to have to buy some really hairy looking deals to get the 10 caps. You know, and that's, uh, you know, it, it, that's that's kind of how the market has been for the last couple of years. But now we're kind of seeing it go go uh, more so in this this direction of, of the unsophisticated losing out and the sophisticated just consolidating the heck out of out of the market right now. And I mean, uh, right now, I mean, like through this whole COVID period. Right. Because you know? right. these guys, that's that's their M.O. They, they're here to dominate. You know, there's. There's 60,000 parks owned by, you know, probably about, you know, 15,000 people. And of those 15,000 people, half of them are parks that will never make it up to anybody's table. They're, they're just, you know, small, tiny little parks in the middle of nowhere. So really what you're left with is, is you know, 5,000 owners, give or take, you know, seven, 8,000 owners, maybe max. And of those, 100 of those owners are trying to consolidate the rest of the industry. And you can't blame them. The, the economics work wonderfully when you consolidate. So that's what the new guy who's trying to buy a 10 cap is up against is a guy who's got a much bigger idea of what the value inherently is in this industry. Man, you guys know a lot about this stuff. <laughs> I'm always shocked. I'm like, I, you know, it, it is, it is an insane amount of information on so many pieces of property. I, I love the deals that are going on. Brandon, congratulations on closing your deal and Glenn, congratulations on rocking it out during COVID. That's so good to hear. It's nice to hear that people are still on the grind and getting things done. Um, if, if you're interested in talking to Brandon, you can reach Brandon at Brandon.Pearson at MarcusMillichap.com. And if you want to talk to Glenn, you can hit up Glenn at Glenn at the mhpexpert.com and Glenn what's your phone number if people want to reach out 423-483-0492 
of course, you guys can always call our hotline number and somebody will answer and get you to the right person to talk to about your deal, whether it's me, Brandon, or somebody else on the team that might be most appropriate. And that phone number is 720-MHP, the number 4-Y-O-U, M-H-P-4-U. I don't know what the real numbers are offhand, otherwise I'd tell them to you. But just look <laughs> I on know, your I phone. hate that. You got to look at it. It's like doing Morse code. Uh, uh, <laughs> and you can visit uh, Glenn's website at themhpexpert.com. Uh, on behalf of the Mobile Home Park Expert Podcast, I'm Jason Sroten for Glenn Esterson. We'll see you next time.